Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. And welcome to Marathon Weekend 2023. Lizard safe travels down to Walt Disney World and see you real soon. Today, we're bringing you listener questions. Ricky joins me today and we get questions about sailing Disney Cruise Line for a couple of adults who are not necessarily Disney fanatics. Would they have a good time on an Alaska cruise? We discuss that. We also talk about the possibility of the characters returning to Trattoria Al Forno over on the boardwalk. Where is Rapunzel and her frying pan? Is that coming back? We also talk about the cake shop and the destruction of the ESPN club over on the boardwalk as well. That's kind of ripping my heart out at this time. We also come up with a strategy for seeing the electrical water pageant when you have a lot of kids in tow and you're trying to make it not much work. You're staying over at Pop Century or Caribbean Beach. We give some thoughts on that and many more great questions on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really helps support everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible and have been doing so for over 14 years. Thank you so much for that. If you'd like to support the show, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2217 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you and happy Expo Day to all the Be Our Guest Podcast listeners who are congregating down at Walt Disney World as we speak. That's right. Marathon Weekend 2023 has arrived. So first of all, the lizards have to uh, merch up, as they say. So we'll see you over at ESPN Wide World of Sports. This is going to be my first experience with the virtual uh, Q Expo thing. And I will tell you what, I've already reached out to see. I, let me give you a little behind the scenes here. Travel agents at the Magic for Less reach out to other travel agents at the Ma Magic for Less. I just reached out to one of our awesome agents, Michelle who's out in Pennsylvania, big Steelers fan. She was telling me about her experience with the virtual queue for the merch. Got me a little nervous, I got to say. But, you know, if I get a jacket, I get a jacket. If I don't, I'm 80 bucks richer. So that's the way I'm going to look yeah. at it. So that's, you got to look at it that way. So we're going to have a good time. I'll hanging out at the expo today, getting ready to run 5K in the morning and get things going for the Dopey Challengers. Uh, we'll get out there. And for the folks just running the 5K, we're going to have a good time with you. And uh, just safe travels to everybody down. Hopefully we all get there today safe and sound and get ready to uh, eat and have some fun and, and have some fun in the theme park. So we are going to have a good time today answering your list of questions. We're going to have a new countdown, too, as we move from now till July, 180 days from today. Be our guest podcast cruise coming up at you on nice. the Disney Wish. 180 days, half a year. We, we are so far out, only 180 days from now. We're going to be getting on the ship together, sailing to the Bahamas, to uh, Castaway Key, having a blast. So get ready for that. So joining me today to answer your list of questions. Haven't heard her for a little bit, but we're glad to have her back. Ricky from themouseforless.com. Happy New Year, Ricky. What's going on? Happy New Year. I'm 
So excited to be here. Can't believe we're in 2023 already. I mean, craziness. And uh, yeah, we, you know, it is Marathon Weekend and I'm sad I will not be there. But uh, it is such a fun weekend. I always get sad around this time of year when I'm not there and I see all the great, you know, posts and tweets and everything coming out from all the lizards and, you know, they have such a great time together and, and uh, you know, it, it's just I, I want, I'm cheering you guys on in spirit. I miss the fact that I'm not going to be able to be out there cheering this year again. It's so much fun to be able to do. If you, if you have a free moment and you can go out there and cheer one of the days, you know, whether it's, you know, any of the days that, that you can cheer and it's, it's just, it's such a blast to do. I'm telling you, like there is nothing like it. Uh, it it's tiring. It's exhausting. But it's uh, even for us, I mean, I know we're not running, you know, I get it, but uh, it's so much fun to be able to do. So uh, it's, it's, it's a blast. So I hope you guys have fun. Go cheer, go cheer squad, go. And uh, yeah, just it's, it's going to be a great weekend and I'm going to be following along for sure. Okay. couple of housekeeping tips. If you're going to take your pictures over marathon weekend, which you will, you'll get lots of pictures. Please hashtag those hashtag run BOGP so we can all yes. find each other. It's kind of like seeing everybody else's. So hashtag run BOGP and also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at BR guest Mike, but also Follow our Instagram page. We have a yes. we have a podcast Instagram page, which Ricky updates while I'm down there. It's at be our guest pod, be yes. our guest pod. So follow that. And also, there's a little if you're watching live here on YouTube or Facebook. If you ever watch the videos, we have a new thing here in the studio that if you follow, it updates the numbers right here live uh, nice. in on the video. So that's for the podcast Instagram page. So nice. we, we're we're one shy of a big number. So I want to see if Ooh. that uh, updates here during the show. That'll be kind of fun over my shoulder so i'll try not to be distracted but yeah i can't wait to get out there get have fun and uh we'll see how this year goes this year i'm more nervous than i've ever been because i'm under trained and uh, we'll see how things shake out but. well you know as brian has always told you mike there's no shame in quitting so quit. you, you know me dude i am not a quitter they'd have to take me out on a stretcher before i quit I mean, just, that's not in my dna all right first question says listener question non-disney adults on a disney cruise and it's from Amanda in Southern California. She's only 23 miles from Disneyland. Man, I'm jealous Ooh. of that. 2,493 miles from the Magic Kingdom. She says, hello, BOGP crew. I was talking with my neighbors the other night about cruises. They'll be celebrating the 20th wedding anniversary this year in 2023 and are considering going on a cruise to celebrate. They like the idea of an Alaska cruise. And the wife mentioned a Disney cruise, even though they aren't Disney people like at all. I've never been on a cruise, but try to give my best advice based on what I've learned from listening to the podcast. I passed on the Magic for Less website and your name since y'all are the experts. My question is, first of all, that's all great advice. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate that so much. She says, for two adults who have no interest in the Disney side of the cruise, what would be the benefit to sailing Disney over other cruise lines? Is there a benefit? I look forward to going on my own Disney cruise with the family, hopefully sooner rather than later. Thank you for all that you do for us Disney fans. Sincerely, Amanda. Okay, so I thought this was kind of interesting because yeah. you guys, you and Brian have been on many Disney cruises without kids. Yeah. I mean, this is going to change uh, soon, but um, give give some advice there. The, the, the non-Disney fan kind of worries me because... While, while Disney is very subtle, I think, except for like, I mean, obviously the shows, there's Disney characters on the ship. Right. I think that, you know, it's not as in your face as like staying at All-Star Sports or say Pop Century or, you know, what have you and being in the Magic Kingdom. 
it's subtle, but if you, you know, there is Disney. I mean, it's a Disney cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> the horns play yeah. be our guest. And, you know, when you wish upon a star, but I, I don't think it's intrusive. I think it's, no. you, I, it's hard to describe, but I mean, there's Disney everywhere, but you, sometimes yes, you got to go look for it. What, what do you think? What to look for. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's kind of interesting because, um, I agree with that. Like it, there is Disney all around, but it's exceedingly subtle. Um, you know, you, some areas you may not know that it's Disney, you know, that there's a Disney character looking right at you, you know, in the ironwork or whatever, you know, in the artwork or, or something along those lines. But, um, yeah, I mean, there are Disney touches all around. I mean, obviously, like you said, the shows were the first thing that I thought of. I was like, oh, well. Probably not. They may not enjoy the shows because they are, you know, like the, the theater shows because they are they're heavily Disney. Um, but yeah, I think that um, I think everything else is is pretty good, all things considered. Um, you know, the the um, the food is really good. I mean, of course, it depends again on which ship you're on too, because with the food, there are shows that take place during that too. So. You know, animators palette. You know, you have uh, you have you know crush on, on some of the ships, or uh, you know they have the Frozen show on uh, the Wish. So it it really depends on like, are they wanting to not have any Disney on their cruise at all? If so, then maybe they would choose a different cruise line. If they're okay with having like a little bit of Disney fun while they're on their cruise, um, then I feel like that's different. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's a that's a I think, I think personally, like it's, it's great. I love Disney cruises. I think that they are fantastic without kids. I think they're fantastic with kids. You don't see kids running around like everywhere. I mean, they have the kids areas, which, you know, I mean, usually Disney tries to do a really good job of, of keeping the kids areas contained so that, you know, the kids are, do have a safe place to go. So um, you know, I, I really do love cruising on Disney Cruise Line and I, I think it depends on how, how much they don't want to immerse themselves in Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's going to be a balance with them and, and, you know, there are other cruise lines, I know, surprisingly enough, uh, that, you know, may be better for them if they don't want like that Disney feel. It, it, again, it just depends on how much they do or don't want Disney in their vacation. And right. I can't answer that question personally. They have to know, you know, and, just, and know that Disney's a premium cruise line. I mean, it is, it is, it is you're paying premium prices to go on those ships. It's going to be the wonder sailing to Alaska in the summer. And I will say that there's less kids on the Alaska runs than the Bahamian True. and the Caribbean runs. So you, you have that going for you. If you, you know, you don't want to be inundated by kids and, you know, it, it's one of those things. Obviously, a Disney Cruise Line does not have a casino. You know, they right. have they they use that space for other uses. So, I would say, you know, probably give it a shot. But I mean, if you know, if the Vegas type feel of a ship is something you're looking for, maybe look at Royal Caribbean or Princess or right. something like that. So, uh, you know, but yeah. it's a good question. I mean, because there, there are differences. But obviously, oh, yeah. Disney fans are nuts for the ships. There, I mean, it's a it's a, it's a virtual, just beautiful place for a Disney fan, and non Disney fans can enjoy them. It just depends, yes. you know, if, if it's going to bother you that, oh, yeah, I can see Mickey Mouse in the railings. like, But I don't think right. it's really going to bother anybody, you know. I, no. I, but again, I'm coming at it from a guy who makes his living, you know, working for the mouse. So, okay. Next question says, a question for my February trip. It's from Kevin. Happy New Year, BOGP crew. What, in your opinion, is the best standard view room at the Polynesian? Our current request is for a third floor 
third, <laughs> try that again, third floor Rorotunga building, saw good fireworks view from that building. However, there's so many considerations, proximity to the restaurants, pools, monorail, walk to the TTC, walking distance to the Magic Kingdom, fireworks view, etc. We really enjoyed walking back from the Magic Kingdom last year to our resort, the Grand Floridian. I do like the fact of being able to also have easy walk access to the TTC to hop on the monorail to Epcot. Appreciate any input you have. Thanks, Kevin. All right, so let me just give my feedback in general on route requests. This is what I tell everybody at the Magic for Less. There's two schools of thought you can go at this. One is the Lentesta slash unofficial guide method of looking at, you know, they have all the room views online. You can check those out and you can put a room request for, say, like block, you know, room 6400 to 6420, you know, south facing, blah, 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 you know, in Rotunga. You can, you know, third floor. You can be very, very specific. However, that does, I mean, if they nail that, you know that you're going to get, you know, you know what you're getting if you actually get that request. However, I tend to go from the school of thought, and we're going to actually talk about this Friday. It's going to totally blow this out of the water. But when I make a room request, what I do is I just ask for what I'm looking for. So I prioritize what I'm looking for. Do I want something that is closest to transportation? And I just say that. Can you give me a room that is closest to transportation? It'll save me the most amount of steps getting from my room to a bus stop. Or I want to be as close as I can to the feature pool. You know, even if I'm in a standard view room, can you, I know I'm in a standard view, but can you get me as close to the feature pool as possible within my room category? I give the leeway to the cast member to get creative because they might see inventory that I'm not thinking about. If I just look at that block of 30 rooms and they're all taken because somebody's doing a long stay, they're blocked out, blah, blah, blah. You know, then their hands are tied. Then you might end up, you know, in, in Timbuktu. So, you know, like I like to give them the, you know, what am I looking for and know that they're the experts. They're working at the resort. This is what they do every day, all day. And that hopefully they can use a little common sense and get me pretty close to what I am looking for because this is their job. So that's kind of how I go for it. I just, I prioritize, you know, I don't give more than three things. You know, I'd like to have a room that is close to the food court, you know, something that relatively close to transportation and maybe close to a quiet pool. You know, and you know, that's okay. That's going to be kind of hard because they might be in three different yeah. places, but I do, you know, and then I just say, you know, just do the best you can, you know, cause you can't, mm -hmm. you can't get everything right. Anything else you've ever done the past Ricky? No, I never ask for room requests. Actually. I just always kind of take what they give me. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I agree with you in the sense of, you know, some requests may be polar opposite of, each other and you may not realize that you know uh if you say i want something close to transportation but also close to you know the the food court right it could in be most totally, instances yeah they well, are yeah, you know opposite. they are similar but in some instances they're not and you know if you say that then they're gonna have a really hard time deciding okay well where do we put this person um so i would i would pick your top one like maybe one or two, but I would, if you have like one thing that like is super important to you for a specific reason, go with that one. And then, you know, you can go from there. Um, but I, you know, I, honestly, I've never really been disappointed with where I've been put in a room. Like even the furthest out rooms, I'm still, it's not hard, you know, it's not a long walk usually for me or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I just, 
I just usually take what they give me. I, I never, I've never really put in a room request actually, to be honest. So. Right. And I'm going to talk about that on Friday. So I'm going to leave yeah. that one there. Okay. Drew's got a question. It says, Bon voyage at Trattoria Al Forno. He says, Mike, happy new year's. I know you're gearing up for a race weekend, but I wanted to see if you've heard any news about when they'll reopen the Bon Voyage breakfast at Trattoria Al Forno. That character breakfast was one of my absolute favorite meal experiences. I can check the My Disney Experience app to see if it's back, but thought you might have someone on the inside that knows something about it. Thanks for always brightening our days with your podcast. Drew's out in Lee Summit, Missouri, out on the gotcha. west side of the state. Uh, Ricky, you're the go-to, so have you heard anything about uh, the frying pans and uh, Rapunzel? I have not heard anything about the characters themselves returning to uh, Trattoria Al Forno. Now, the breakfast has returned. I mean, they do have the breakfast options available, um, but they just don't have the characters there. And honestly, I, I've heard some scuttlebutt from the past. Um, it's not the it's not the best place for characters, if, if you get my drift. Uh, so I don't know if they actually will be bringing them back. Um, you know, I guess time will tell. Uh, they're, you know, slowly bringing back different, you know, facets of different meals that, you know, they're, they're bringing back the buffet option. Uh, Chef Mickey's here soon. So, you know, we've got that, um, you know, Akershus just reopened recently. So you've got that. So they are doing little things. So you may end up seeing that, you know, Trattoria Al Forno will come back as a character meal. Um, I, I haven't heard anything solid as of right now. So um, you know, if you still want to eat there, you can and still have a good breakfast. Uh, you just may not see characters. Yeah, that is a good breakfast, even without the characters. I do. Like, I like that restaurant in general for, yeah. for breakfast and dinner. Um, mm -hmm. Good option. A couple things about the boardwalk. Okay, so everybody knows I like my crumb cake at the, it was the yes. boardwalk bakery, not the boardwalk deli. They also now have it at the Carousel Cafe, which is oh. inside the boardwalk uh, inn. You yes. know, it used to be that little sundry store there right off the yes. lobby. Not the most decorative place, but, and it's called, yeah. it, and the official name of it, if you're looking for it, is called the New Jersey Crumb Cake. And it was $3.99. Apparently, uh -oh. since we've all started buying it, it is now $4.29. So it's gone well, up in price like okay. everything else. All so, right. All right. but still a good deal and still that a heck a of a deal. snack. So check it out. I'll be checking that out here this week. Uh, some New Jersey okay. Crumb. I saw one blogger kind of say it was dry or something, but I'm like, get out of here. Get, that's fine. Keep saying that because that's more for me, buddy. That's good. Whatever. And speaking of the boardwalk, tearing my heart out to see those pictures of ESPN club, man. Oh, right. I, I, I know that that cake place is going to be the jam, but man, I mean, during bowl season of all times, I mean, Maybe not like, you, you can't do open yeah. heart surgery. Like, you know, like during a certain time, like, I mean, it is, it's college football's greatest time. And they're just ripping down like the place where I've seen so many great sporting events. Sorry, ESPN. Mike. What are you doing? Sorry. I know, I know, but it is going to be a great place to go. Uh, maybe. Terrible. complete polar opposite of what yeah. it was before. Um, <laughs> I'm channeling Charles Barkley. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be like the complete opposite of what it was. Uh, but, you know, I think it'll still be a really nice place to go. And, and it'll. Terrible. <sighs> Sorry. I, 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 there's really nothing to say because it's not going to appeal to you. I have no. a feeling. Like, not it's like not an ESPN. Like, oh my God. The only, I mean, thing, the only thing that you're going to enjoy may be eating a slice of cake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will like the cake, but <laughs> I'm telling funny. you what, right here in the studio, I am watching the, the Citrus Bowl and it is 62 to 7. The SEC is just putting a whooping on Purdue. I mean, that's. A, see, see you, I could do that. I can't do that at the cake shop. I can watch somebody, shop. you know. I can guarantee 
making a there seven will layer. Not be a TV at the cake shop for you to watch <laughs> any kind of bowl game. So I can't watch LSU just dancing in the end zone. Like I mean, not. there's nothing like watching LSU fans at w- no. Walt Disney World. I mean, like they should have a show just like, especially during Mardi Gras, just like. LSU fans in gold and purple. I mean, like there should be a parade every day. Just like if you're an LSU fan, you're in the parade. We're gonna we're gonna all march down Main Street. If you're not from Louisiana or an LSU fan, you stand on the side, you watch the madness because LSU fans are the greatest. Like they'll talk to you on the bus. They'll tell you all about their towns. I, I love like I love being there with LSU fans because I mean I'm not a big LSU fan, but one of my former students is a coach, so now yeah. I kind of watch them and and. Uh, cheer but oh my gosh lsu fans during mardi gras that's that's a thing that they need to make happen a parade every day in the magic kingdom just lsu fans greatest thing ever that'd be something like for six flags but it'd still be awesome anyway uh andrew happy new year to andrew he's been with us forever and haven't seen him for a while so so glad to have andrew what's your favorite 3d show in the parks rookie he's asking what do you got oh that is a tough question because okay i mean I'm cheating. I'm sorry. Uh, of course, it's Muppets because Muppets is classic. Uh, you cannot go wrong with Muppets. I mean, yeah, Waldo's a little annoying, and I don't love him Super that much. Annoying. But yes, okay, he's a lot annoying. But I, the rest of Muppets is great. Like I love, I love that. But I have to say, this last trip that Brian and I took when we were down there at Christmas, we um, we went and see uh, Mickey's Magic. and I hadn't seen. I'd seen it. But I'd forgotten that they'd put in the Coco scene. And oh, that is really a nice addition to Mickey's Philhar Magic. And the best part is Disney actually made an attraction longer uh, by adding the Coco scene. So who knew? Uh, and I feel like they did a much better job. Like, I feel like the characters look better. Uh, I always kind of joked that, you know, when they got to Aladdin, they kind of stopped drawing because his face was kind of like flat. He actually has a face now, which is nice. So. Uh, yeah, I, I really, really, really think that it, Mickey Silver Magic is a, is a sleeper right now. And uh, so I'm going to throw that out there as like an honorable mention. I mean, I know there's not that many 3D shows, but. Yeah. Okay. So I, real quick, just break it. So I do have the game on mute here. LSU just destroyed Purdue. So they just dumped it's sponsored by Cheez-Its. They just dumped the coaches over the, over the, you know, the big thing of Cheez-Its over Kelly's head. Oh Coach my Kelly. gosh. He channeled Les Miles when the former coaches reached down and just scooped up a thing of cheese. It's off the turf and is. I need cheese. It's off the turf. Cause well, I go. would too. I love cheese. It's but less turf or less miles. Their former coach for LSU used to eat the grass off the fields before every game. He would just pick up great. He would even eat AstroTurf. I mean, the guy was, this is what I'm talking about. LSU fans are the greatest. Even the coaches. I mean, it's uh, awesome. Like LSU is just a different thing. It is the okay. best. Anyway, back to so mine. I was gonna say Muppet Vision too, but I will go Phil uh, um, Magic just for the fact that I remember when Mallory was little. Every time we watch that show, the part where the Little Mermaid comes out and the yep. jewels pop out, like and she would always reach out for them. Like yep. I and still like to this day, you know, even even though it's recording today's her fifteenth birthday, happy birthday, Mallory, and happy birthday, Kim Taylor, who's with us. Hers was yesterday. Um, you know, she still like reaches out as a joke at this point, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it was the cutest thing ever as a kid. Like she thought she was going to touch those things when she was like I two always, or three. I always love hearing the, uh, the kids in the audience when Tinkerbell shows up on the screen. Oh my gosh. They all lose it when Tinkerbell shows up. Like you just hear, Oh my gosh, Tinkerbell. Like you just everywhere, everywhere, all around you. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All great. right, let's get to a question here from Mary Jane. She says, hey, Mike and Ricky, taking my daughter for girls trip only. Martin Luther King weekend for Festival of the Arts. Planning to also hop to Hollywood Studios and the Magic Kingdom. Trying to make it special for just the two of us. Just the two of us. Uh, let's see. I can't help it. Made our favorite breakfast and dinner meal at, or let's see. Made our favorite breakfast and dinner meal and looking forward to activities at the festival, but anything special you can think of other than the rides. So here's the thing. This is a trip ride. Make sure you have memory maker purchase because, yes. okay, Festival of the Arts is going to give you tons of opportunities to get great pictures. And there's going to be photographers around Epcot to get yeah. pictures. And I mean, just, you know, this is a, this is going to be a special trip because it sounds like this is like, oh, this is our, you know, mom daughter trip. So, yeah, yeah I would definitely get memory maker. I mean, because, and yeah, again, my kid was just two yesterday and she's 15 today. Like, oh, man, I, you know, I thought I had enough pictures, but all of a sudden I'm like, God, three years should be 18. Like, I can't I, I can't wrap my head around that. It's making me almost cry right now. Like, get uh, pay for the memory maker, get all the pictures, shoot all the video because it goes too fast. That's what I can tell it you, does. Ricky. I'm telling you. I I know, I know, I know. Uh, you know, I don't, I, she doesn't say how old her daughter is. So it doesn't uh, matter. Mallory's 15. Yeah, no, no, she's no, no, supposed no, no. to be two. That. I know I it's ridiculous. It, it just depends on, on what I might suggest um, as an option. Uh, but, you know, I know they're going to do some things uh, special for Festival of the Arts. Um, you know, maybe, you know, to make it special for her, let her, I, there's, there's some very expensive artwork. There's some very cheap artwork. Maybe let her pick out a piece of artwork that's not so on the expensive side. That she, she can take she's home 11 years old. We got a little follow-up. Okay. She's all right. Up. All right. That, that's good. Maybe let her pick out a piece of artwork so that she can put it in a room or something like that. Again, maybe not like the most expensive piece of artwork, uh, but, you know, just something kind of nice for that. I always, the thing that I, uh, uh, it's not for this festival. It's the festival. It's the, the, the flower and garden festival. The thing that I always like, hem and haw over is they have these little bitty topiaries that you can actually like buy and take home mm -hmm. and then um kill because that would be what i would end up doing uh but i like always like look at those topiaries and like i really want to take one of these home someday and then like i just don't because i'm like i know i'm gonna kill it uh see, so see, I, see, no, I thought of that too i would if i wasn't flying like if i was driving well, yeah, yeah, i would yeah. take oh, it I'm home driving. yeah obviously i'm driving but I flying take there's home. no way you could get a sucker home like <laughs> no, a little, no, 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 you know bonsai no. tree or something it'd no, be cool for no. the, like i got an office now i'd love to have a bonsai tree i'm getting i mean yeah. Like I'm just getting more junk in here. Like I got a lava oh, lamp. Do you know I have a lava lamp? I sell now? lava lamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. Trust me. You should see the room that I'm in right now. It's just literally filled with Disney junk. Um, not in a bad way, just filled. Um, and I, and it, ha it has no organization, and I desperately need help. Um, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, you could also, I mean, obviously, one of the big things is to let her plan the day. You know, let her plan everything that you guys do on one of the days. Um, that's always a great option as well. Uh, she's 11. Uh, I would say, you know, maybe like a, I, I would say like Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, but I think she's just getting to that point where she might be a little too old for that. Um, what so about it? What know. about it? Festival of the Arts? They like they do the cookie stroll for uh, for the yeah, festival holidays. What do they, they do, do a, the equivalent they do during a, the Festival um, of the Arts? It's um. It's a scavenger hunt with figments. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, you could do That'd that to do as together. well, which That'd would be, be a fun. lot of fun. And they have a prize at the end of that, too. So that would be a, a fun thing to be able to do. 
um and it's fun to go around all the different yeah. countries and and you know find figment and, and all those different places um uh, and i i think this year they may be bringing back for the festival of the arts the ability to draw the animation academy i think i remember that coming back this year uh so hopefully that is because that would be a lot of fun to be able to do too all right next question so we're trying to get in a few more here before we got to wrap uh marty says do you have a favorite place to eat off property Ooh. property eat like a local that is near disney yes it's oh. called taco bell no stop don't there you go don't do that to people i mean please don't do that I mean, to people. you can't go there's a chick-fil-a right outside the animal kingdom exit down by coronado yeah that's there pretty is. solid there's 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 lots of great places. No, there's the Orlando Ale House. That place. Rocks. There is that. That place yes. is super good, and it's right off property. It's really popular um, with cast members. This is this is such a hard question for me because, like, <laughs> obviously, I know quite a few places yeah. that are um, off property. Uh, my brother actually just told me about a place called Colby's Southern Kissed Chicken. Uh, he said that was really good. I'm not sure where it is. I haven't been there yet. Um, who kisses? We just need to know who kisses the chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colby, <laughs> uh, Colby's Southern Kiss Chicken. He says it's really, really good. He's been there. Um, he also, uh, I know that we've talked about Portillo's uh, before. That's oh, I forgot about Portillo. And there's a White yes. Castle now too. There Both is a White of those Castle. Are solid. Yes, there's a White Castle. Um, Portillo's is so good though. You got to get the, you got to get the dog or you got to get the uh, roast beef sandwich. The Italian roast beef is so good. Oh man. That, yeah, I'm trying to think of like where else I go off property. I usually don't go too many places off property to eat. Um, there is a if you if if you are so inclined and you want to do it, uh, there is a Gideon's off property. Uh, it's in Orlando though, so it's kind of a drive. Uh, it's like in that near downtown Orlando. I haven't actually been there because every time like I have a plan to go there, then something goes wrong. So, uh, but if you don't want to wait in like a four hour line, uh, that would be the faster option to go to the actual Gideon's, uh, over there. I, I know I've eaten at a few places, um, recently with my brother too. Uh, we ate up, I wish I could remember the name of the place we ate at for his birthday. Um, I can't right now. So, oh, okay. um, but yeah, I, there's, there's quite a few great places that are off property that, that are really good. My favorite place to eat on all Florida, those over in Titusville, run the space coast called <laughs> Dixie Crossroads. Oh man. Uh, that place was so good. I've been there just, in years though. So good. We just oh, ate it at, uh, at Christmas. Uh, we just ate at Waffle House. <laughs> That's solid. Hey, Waffle House. There, solid. there, there is a Waffle House right outside of Disney property. It is packed all the time. I will tell you that like it is. I think it's like the only Waffle House in Orlando or something, and it is like always packed. So, oh, I mean, you know. scrambled, spattered, and splattered. I mean, and we waited about forty-five minutes oh for a table, God, and it's yeah, and excessive. it's an old school uh, Waffle House too, like the kind that hasn't been updated. Yeah, good. Greasy. It's got the brown. Yeah, yeah it's got the, the brown floor yeah. tile. Yeah, oh, like it's, yeah, it's only, the only only kind. Yeah, it's like the yeah. one in Bridgeton, right by the yeah. dump. Right by the dump. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so next question. Uh, is from Kirsten. She says, hello there from Utah. My family will be visiting Disney World for a once-in-a-decade trip for 12 days from late January into February. It's a bucket list item for my dad to see the electrical water pageant. How do we do this? Our travel group is my parents, myself, my husband, and our two kids. They're two years old and nine months old. I want to make this happen for my dad, but figuring it out has been more complicated since I'm trying to figure out how to successfully pull it off while hauling my two kids around past their bedtime. Therefore, 
I'm looking for options that are a short wait time before the parade and minimal travel time if possible. We're staying on site, Pop Century slash Caribbean Beach, and we'll be relying on Disney transportation. Super easy. Schedule an ADR for dinner one night at a monorail resort. I mean, you could do Steakhouse 71. That's a high recommendation. Uh, You could also do something like uh, Trails End over at uh, Fort Wilderness. That'd be a less expensive option. The kids would like that because you can let the kids go out and run around on the playground. That's what my kids always did while we were waiting. They could burn off some energy. You could do places like Kona Cafe. You could go to Captain Cook's and get dinner over at the Polynesian. You could go Gasparilla's, or you could sit down over at Grand Floridian Cafe, the Grand Floridian. Just schedule it for, you know, a later dinner, and then just ease your way out to the beach and watch the parade. There is one uh, thing. It does have set showtimes at each different resort. So uh, when you want to figure out which resort to go to um i think that that you really are trying to look for what time to go outside to look for the the electrical water pageant and there are set show times the best thing that i can suggest because it doesn't even have like the set show times on the my disney experience app which you know you think would be helpful um to actually have like what time it it hits you know the the polynesian and what time it hits the grand floridian and things like that um, but just go and ask, um, you know, at the front desk and they should be able to help you um, with what time specifically to kind of mosey your way out there. Because uh, that's going to be the only like he- real help that I can give you as far as that. It, it says right now, it says that it runs from 825 to 1030, but that's all around the lagoon. Yeah. And that's each, each, you know, it has a different stop along the way. And so it stops at a different time. And, you know, you don't want to be out there at... 825 and be the last stop at 1030 you know so uh you definitely want to make sure you ask at the front desk what time the electrical water pageant would be at that destination yep it's worth it though your dad will love it you'll love it any, any kind of a disney fan like it's just i mean it's going back in time it is so can, old school you can also see it outside the magic kingdom um as well so if you really didn't want to you know go to one of the resorts um just ask at, at guest relations at the magic kingdom and they might be able to help you as well I just think we had a resort like with dinner is just easier because then yeah, you can no, have dinner I, full absolutely. belly and just chill. Because yeah. like on the beaches, there's always like uh, swings, you know, and the kids can play, run around, and and you'll have, you know, when, at the Magic Kingdom, you know, you'll have all of humanity with yeah, you exactly. as they're you leaving space. or whatever. So yeah, I would, I, I agree with you. I, I would say definitely consider a restaurant, but yeah, um, just just ask, and they'll be happy to help you. All right. This next question says, Lister question, should I splurge? I think it's actually a follow-up. And it says, Mike, I loved hearing the answer to this question. I had the same initial thoughts. So what was the question here? Let's see if I can go down because I wanted to share this. Uh, Let's see. Okay. So anyway, it says, I loved hearing the answer to this question. I had the same initial thoughts as you regarding the price, but I'm glad you both decided that I had to keep this reservation. I've prepaid for the breakfast and looking forward to surprising my husband. To let him in on the surprise, I even made this note from Cinderella on Cinderella's stationery. I'm gonna have it printed on nice paper and put it in an envelope and act like it was delivered to our hotel room and let him open it and read it. Obviously, since he's an adult, I'm not fooling anyone, but it'll be more fun than just telling him we're going to have a breakfast in the castle. That's right. She asked if they should do breakfast at Cinderella Castle. Okay, that was it. Thank you and Scotty G for the encouragement. I think it'll make for a fun surprise. Best Olivia. So I thought I would see if I can pop this up. So I'm just going to share this because, again, I'm super not creative. And when people share creative ideas with me, 
I get super pumped and I want to share this with our audience because this is the kind of stuff we all live for. So it says, to, and it's like super fancy. Like, I mean, it looks like something you would buy, you know, th- like when we bought our wedding invitations, this looks like a wedding invitation. Okay. Nice. So it's got like a crown on, it's got like a fancy border. It says Cinderella. Okay. So it says to the new Mr. And Mrs. It has come to her majesty's attention. Why am I talking like this all of a sudden? <laughs> that you are visiting her kingdom while on your honeymoon. To celebrate your recent nuptials, Her Majesty Cinderella wishes to grant you a rare glimpse of the inside of her castle, an honor she reserves for only her most special of guests. You are cordially invited to dine for breakfast in Her Majesty's castle on the morning of Friday, January 20th. A seated breakfast will begin promptly at 9 a.m. Yours, Anastasia, lady-in-waiting. I mean, how cool, it's so fancy-looking. I mean, but I love that because... Like, it's going to be a great experience, but the experience now extends, like, to the whole, like, opening the envelope, and she's all excited to give it to her husband. This is great. I love, that's why I got ahead to share it. That's amazing. I love that. That's awesome. That's so good. That is super cool. Okay, so last question of the day, and it is coming from Ashley. It says, hey, Mike and crew, I have two questions for my upcoming trip. One easy, maybe, and one hard, easy. Can you still get the peanut butter and jelly shake at the Tune-In Lounge? I've heard you talk about this for two years, and I need to try it, but don't want to have to eat at 50's Primetime Cafe because I'm a counter service gal. Oh, yeah, well, I don't think you first can of all, anymore. you're missing out, by the way, on not going to 50's. Let me just tell you, it is yeah. a fantastic meal, even though... It is. It's a great meal, but I don't think you can get it at the Tune-In Lounge anymore. They've done I, us wrong, at least right I now. Don't no, I've heard, you you can't. Get... I've heard you can't. I've heard you can't. I know because Ben Lapping, Ben Lapping, no, Ben uh, Lapping got me one because he was sitting down. That's the only way I could get one one time. Gotcha. Okay. I yeah. I know you can get alcohol at the Tune In Lounge now, uh, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing like to go drink. But here, like that. here's my advice: it never hurts to ask. You never That's know true. if you can be the one in a million to somebody to slide you one. So I would always ask, but I but don't think they're doing it. Seriously, definitely consider going to fifties. I mean, I know you. You say you're a counter service kind of girl, but I mean, 50 is so much fun. Like, it it's is. really, really a blast. So great meat. Try it. Great meat. And chicken. And here's the difficult question I have five day tickets. I have six days in Orlando, but one of those days is my arrival day. I get in at 6 a.m. after flying all night. That's right, because Ashley's one of my guests at the Magic for uh, Less. Guess where she's coming from? Fairbanks, Alaska. Alaska. That's okay, kind cool. of a longer flight, I would uh, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes. Yes. And she says, I like the idea of a rest day midweek. So I would say so. So should I? I she's got uh, A, B options here. A, go to the Magic Kingdom at park opening on day one. Come back when my room is ready for a nap and go back out. This gives me a non-park day midweek. Or B, hang out at Pop Century until my room's ready. Take a nap. And do some resort hopping Disney Springs on day one. This means I have no break midweek. I know neither choice will be super fun after flying all night. In case it helps, I'm horrible about taking midday breaks. I tend to go all day and I'm exhausted by the end of the week, which is why a midweek break might be nice. I've never tried it before. Thanks for your advice. I'm looking forward to this trip. I love to escape the harsh winters in February and excited to see Festival of the Arts for the first time. Ashley from Alaska. Okay, I'm definitely... A and here's why, which was the option to just go to the Magic Kingdom when you get there. When they get the when you get the text to go back to pop because your room's ready, boom, then you crash, take a nap, and then that's gonna uh and then go back out that night and then take your that'll give you the midday break later in the week. Okay, because here's the thing 
even though you're going to be tired, when you arrive, you get a surge of energy and you're excited. You got adrenaline happening. So you can kind of, you know, get a little get a little bit out of your system three or four hours in the Magic Kingdom. You get that text around lunch. Maybe have lunch at Columbia Harbor House or Cosmic Rays or Pecos Bills or whatever. Go back to Pop Century, get into your room, get settled, crash, you know, crash out for four or five hours. Then go out that night. And then later on the week, you got a, you got a down day to just chill out and just relax because you're going to need it because you're going to be catching up from a lot of time zone changes. That's what I would do. Ricky, what about you? Yeah, usually when I go on trips where I have like giant time zone differences, I usually still go out and, you know, do things. That way I get acclimated to the time of wherever I'm I'm at uh, and my body can adjust a little bit more. So usually I'll, I'll just I'll go out and, and, and try to do some things for a few hours um, and then I will um, go back probably a little bit early in the af afternoon, evening and then just hang out the rest of the night. That way, like, I can get some sleep or whatever, you know, go to bed early at that point, and then wake up in the morning um, and, and try to be refreshed, and then take your break in the middle of your trip. I think that's going to be better for you, to be honest. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Thank you for the great questions. Do you have a question? Send it my way. It's Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question in the header there, and I'll go right into the queue to get on the show. And also, you can join us usually on Mondays around 5.30 Eastern on Facebook and YouTube as we record live and uh, be a part of the show. We love having our audience. We get live questions right there. We get feedback from the listeners. It's great. So join us for that. Uh, this week, though, uh, I'll still be at Marathon Weekend coming up. So uh, two weeks. Join us for that. Okay, so... It is time to remind you of our awesome sponsor. It's the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out over at themagicforless.com for all your awesome Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Shout out to Michelle, who's covering for my guests as I'm down at uh, Marathon Weekend this way. Also, Kathy as well. They're awesome, and I appreciate them so very much for letting me run my hopefully 48.6 miles. So again, shout out to Michelle and Kathy over at the Magic for Less for making this possible for me. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, don't forget, as you shop online, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who support the show each month over there. Our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, coming over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Please do follow me on the social media this week. I'll be posting like crazy from Walt Disney World Reels pictures videos everything i'm at br guest mike on instagram and twitter so follow me at both locations and don't forget be our guest pod as well on instagram we want to get some followers over there as well also follow ricky at ricky nips for all of her uh you know information over there she'll keep you up to date with everything going on there and uh no live show this sunday because i'll be down in probably hardly vertical after the dopey challenge sunday night we'll see scott and i'll be having fun on social media though so follow us there because that'll be yes i'm sure more way more entertaining than a call-in show so anyway we're gonna get out of here we'll be back again on friday with a fun show we're gonna resolve to bring you a great podcast on friday so until well, we get back be the first <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try i mean 2200 shows so yeah. until we get back together again for ricky i'm mike wishing you a great wednesday travel safe stay healthy and we'll see you real soon You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.